Warning. What you're about to experience may get offensive, sexual and orgasmic. Relax, you'll like it when Sapphire's through with you. Pour the wine and press play for Sapphire's Zero Play. motherfuckers out there in radio land this is your girl the one and only ms radio sapphire and you guys are listening to sapphire's airplay on mixler baby who's ready for an orgasm i know i am i have had the most interesting week now last week we talked about you know being confused by people's actions okay so being i, I was just a little confused sapphire had a confused moment with the male sex okay most men when they want to have sex they will be glad to tell you that they want to have sex or they would at least enjoy the moment am i right or am i wrong so remember last week we dealt with an asshole well this week i have to say i got some good d-i-c-k and what i mean by that is that i got laid by a handsome gentleman actually this man kind of blew me by surprise because he's typically not the type I would go for. Like he seems a little bit more quiet, a little bit more reserved, but yet I found out a couple of things and um, we kind of meshed. And what better way to mesh with somebody than to take them to porn star karaoke here in good old Los Angeles, AKA Burbank at the good old Sardo's porn star karaoke. Everybody is kind of what you think. Porn stars, beer, free porn is given out. Um, singing and you can sing with them if it's your birthday you can get shots you might get a lap dance you might get titties in your face no they will not strip but you can have a damn good time at porn star karaoke i'm usually there nikki hunter is the mc over there which is amazing because the girl has a voice um you could see sunny lane you sometimes might see ron jeremy it's amazing i fucking love it i love going to karaoke and porn star karaoke is something i've been loving every Tuesday night when I can. So anyways, I'm back on Tinderland, as everybody knows. And so I meet this guy. Now in his pictures, you know, he has like the naval outfit and he tried to like say, yo, that's just my costume. I was like, what? That's a hell of a costume. Cause like, seriously, you have me convinced that you were in the Navy. Well, he was in the Navy. Um, I don't know what the naval chant is. I heard hoorah is not it. And I got in trouble for that for my, my boys who are in the Navy. So I don't want to fuck that up. But anyways, we're talking back and forth on Tinder, which is great. Um, I'm at Disneyland. He's like, shit, I want to go to Disneyland. I'm like, I haven't been there in years. Like, we should go. And I'm like, well, I got a season pass. Let's do this. That's right. I bought myself a season pass. It was worth the money that I paid for. Um, the ticket pays for itself. But anyways, so... Sapphire meets up with, let's just call him Squints, because that's what he looks like. He looks like Squints from the Sandlot, and he actually hates the nickname, but I cannot find any better way to describe him other than that. It was so interesting, because here I am looking for a guy who didn't have glasses, but looked like him, and I did not know who he was. And so we kept missing each other, and I was like, yo, I'm in the bar. Are you in the bar? He's like, yeah, I just, I just stepped for a drink. So then finally we meet up, start a conversation. And the whole time I'm looking at him, I'm like, fuck, this dude really does look like Squints. And I'm like, I wonder if it's really him because he kind of sounds like how Squints talks now. And I was just like, holy fuck. Like, what if I get to like have sex with Squints? Like, this would be fucking amazing. If you guys are like, who is Squints? Like I said, character off of the Sandlot. He falls in love with a girl named Wendy Puffercorn. And let's face it, people, this leads me into our topic. Have you found yourself attracted to people who are usually not your type? Sometimes they're out of their league. Sometimes, you know, they might not be as good looking as you, but you find some handsome features. Him, I was just not expecting because I usually don't go for a lot of glasses wearers. It's nothing against me. It's just I've never really found guys with glasses to me who are attractive. And I guess because he reminded me of a childhood crush aka squints from sandlot 
Um, it was very interesting to kind of see all of that unfold. So anyways, we're at Porn Star Karaoke. We're down in a couple of drinks. Um, Doc, Dr. Sam is with us. A couple of his friends are with us. So we're pounding drinks or whatever. And I'm feeling the vibe. And, you know, we kind of got along. Like, he was kind of shy. I can tell that he was just like, what the fuck did this chick bring me into? Like, I could tell on his face he just did not understand (laughs) what was going on. Like, okay, this chick takes me to a bar where there's porn stars. And, yes, like, I even made him... I even got him some free porn, okay? This is how much of a good chick I am, okay? Call it a day, call it an outing, a meetup, but I think I'm also, like, an awesome chick to just hang with. Like, we can fuck bitches together, but we can also get free porn together. We can drink. I'll try to outdrink you. We might smoke a bowl or two, you know, depending upon if you're, you know, 420 friendly. If not, okay, cool, just as long as, like, you're cool with me, maybe token a bit or maybe you know enjoy the fact that i like a good cocktail every once in a while cheers everybody that's right i said cocktail that means drink so everybody drink with me Mm. good old ginger beer and jack daniels that's the way i like it nice and stiff just like my sex but anyways so we um end up going to my place <laughs> benji you can't go to sleep motherfucker you better download it later i'm talking to the people on a uh, periscope but anyways we end up going to my place and you know we uh start chilling doing some fun stuff whatever and uh next thing you know we uh we start doing the nasty right here in my <laughs> stairway that leads up to my bedroom um first we start messing around like on the couch it was cool it was nice it was sexy and then i was like let's just you know go upstairs then i was you know, I'm not gonna lie, I was kind of like feeling my drink already, and I may have been smoking, may or may not have been smoking a couple bowls, but uh, I definitely was feeling really horny, and just could not wait, so we fucked on my staircase, and uh, it was, it was nice, it was very nice, um, he definitely had a bigger penis than I anticipated, I was not expecting his dick to be so thick, and big i was like holy shit and then on top of that he knew what the fuck he was doing unlike man the week before who just expected some chick to just suck his dick because he said to suck it like no he this guy had more passion he he was awesome and he made me come yes i squirted all over the staircase then we decide to move upstairs to the bedroom where I squirt some more. We're fucking. He's putting me in all types of positions and he can really eat some good pussy. Let me tell you, I squirted, I hope, in his mouth a little bit because the staircase was amazing. Like I'm gripping onto the railing. I'm putting my feet on the wall. I'm just feeling it. He just, he really. I don't know how much training he's had in the oral department, but it was fucking sexy. Just thinking about it makes me a little, my lady bits are kind of tingling right now. So anyways, we uh, go upstairs to the bedroom. We start fucking in my bed. We're really loud. I'm so glad my neighbor was not home because that's the only wall that we share is my bedroom. Yes, it was definitely the stairway or the splashway to heaven. Um, <laughs> so then we... Uh, we proceed to have more sex. He wanted to go all night. I said, if I didn't have work so early in the morning, I would love to fuck and have a fuck session all night. Trust me. Um, my lady bits were like, yeah, you just came a couple of times, but we can go for another. But I was just like, no, 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 I got to be good. I got to be good. And I don't usually, you know, cuddle in the first encounter and all that you know i gotta gotta, i gotta feel you out fuck i gotta feel you out so then i come again he didn't get to come i don't think he came i don't think he busted a nut but i squirted i had to tell him like "Ooh, don't touch me like i squirted like it's big and then it occurred to me that it's been a while since i gave out a splash waterfall picture to myself like i've actually taken pictures of my splash waterfalls if you're wondering what my splash waterfalls are if you're a first-time listener um splash waterfalls are collections of my squirts on beds on floors 
um, I used to do it a lot with my ex because that was the only person previously who can make me come. And that was a female. It's very hard to make me, me come the way that I did. But um, I kind of freaked him out because he's just like, what the fuck? Like, what are you doing? And I was like, oh, I got to take a picture of this. He's like, what? He thought I was going to take a picture, I guess, of his cock. <laughs> no, I, I, I was going to save him that. Like, I, I'm not that revealing. Okay. I'm not revealing like that. I don't take dick pics and like say, look at the cock I fucked last night. Like, fuck, yeah. No, I'm not like that. I, I like to keep it private. That's why I always make nicknames. I don't give you the real names. Unless if you're an asshole, then I might. I should have leaked that asshole's number. I should have leaked the asshole's number. Because how dare you say that my blowjob skills were off and that my sex game was off. Like, fuck you. I hope my sex game was on point with this one. I mean, I think it was a good time. So then, let's flash back into later on this week. Um, we tried to get it in on Friday, but between me having tequila night with my awesome ratchet cousins that led into 7 o'clock in the morning, then which led into another night of day and night drinking, I just couldn't do it. And then I wanted to fuck somebody on Saturday night, a.k.a. Squints, but I guess Squints fell asleep. When I told him that I was on my way home, like either I would come see you or you can come see me, but didn't get it in on Saturday, didn't get it in all over the room, living room, stairway. I'm he busts a nut inside the condom. We're fucking on the floor. I didn't want to fuck on the bed because like I said, no splat mat, but I'm not finished yet. So he grabs. We, you know, he gets his little downtime. And we were both saying, like, what time is it? Like, it's got to be late. Like, it felt really late. But I feel like we were just both tired from maybe our weekend or whatever. So then I looked at him again. And he looks at me. And I was just like, went for the road. Like a quickie. It's like, I don't know if I can do a quickie. But we can, we can do this one more time. See, I like guys that are like that. Like, guys that can just really, like, whoo ejaculate and re reanimate their cock like it, it was like super dick it's like super dick it was amazing squints is really like impressing me at this point making me more moist he's getting down to the nitty-gritty uh i think he ate my pussy out again to the point where i felt like i was gonna come again but i was just like fuck this so he goes downstairs goes get another condom I start playing with myself on my stairwell. I'm giving him a show at this point, and he's just like, God, you're so fucking sexy. And mind you, I've never had, I think I've had someone say this before, but it was very interesting seeing this man talk about how good I taste. I think his words were, you taste like mangoes. And I want to taste it again. And I'm just like, oh, fuck. And like seeing, and I love how men can get off to a woman getting off. Like, I thought he would be pissed that I was getting off without him as he's putting on the condom. But he's just like, you're so fucking sexy. Like, you have a sexy pussy, like a beautiful pussy. And I'm like, oh, shit. Okay, okay. This, this is happening for real now. Shit is happening for real. So then we fuck some more on the floor. And then we come. We go on the bed. And that's when he finds my Hitachi. He's like, yo, what is that? I'm like, oh, that's, that's, that's my toy. It's one of my toys. And he's like, let me see it. I'm like, okay. He's like, show me how you play with yourself. So he's stroking his cock. I have the Hitachi. And I start to come. So then he's like, okay, let, let me try. Because let me, let me finish you off. I have never really had a man play with my pussy the way that this man did with the Hitachi. I don't think I've ever had a man touch, well, no one's touched this Hitachi except for me because I just bought this one, but I don't think anyone has taken a sex toy and let me show them how I play with myself and then proceed to uh, finish me off with it. Very impressed at this point, and I come again, and... Uh, now it's time to kick him out, unfortunately, because we both have work. So 
like midnight at this point, a little bit after. I think it may be close to one at this point. And then I forget where I am about the fact that this man has a loud car that is sexy. And uh, he woke up my landlord. Does my sex noise wake the neighbors up? Nope. The sound of a <laughs> wakes him up. Proceed to go back to my house, come drunk, a little high, and I began to uh, come home and meditate what just happened on my, my, my uh, house. And uh, it, was, it was nice. It was sexy. I was turned the fuck on. I was like, God damn. I really just christened my house to the fullest. It was amazing. I don't know if it was hot for you guys, but it sure was hot for me. And all I'm now thinking is, I hope I get some dick tonight. I should just end this show right now and probably just get some dick tonight. Because holy fucking shit, I've never come that much in a while. It's been a while since I've experienced some thick cock in me where it's like, fuck, yes, you are making my vagina sing like to the high heavens and I love being in my own domain and hearing how the walls can echo with my ah ah fuck fuck then I realize I'm, I can be a dirty nasty fuck I can be a dirty little whore when I speak when someone's hitting it right telling them like you own my pussy and yeah I love it I don't know about you guys if you're turned on when a girl says it's yours you know take this pussy and fuck this pussy like you own it and I want to hear you groan. Ugh. I think I've even may have said on this show before, like how turned on I get when I hear people coming. Like I love when men come and just give like that, ugh, like grunt, like that true grunt, like not a forced grunt, but I'm talking about like, they're so into that pussy at that point that Jared's just like making noises and talking back dirty to me. Just, oh, it's so fucking hot. It's so fucking hot. But, um, Yes, getting, oof, I don't know. Oof, Tinder got me all fucked up here. Oh, Lord. T-Brown, you agree with me, right? That's good. And any man out there or any woman that says you're too loud in bed, I'm sorry. Like, fuck it. Fuck you. Fuck that person. You should be doing you. If you're loud in the bedroom, fuck it. Be loud in the bedroom. Don't be quiet for nobody, especially if it's in your own damn house. You'd be like, oh, well, deal with my loud ass. Sorry, I'm giving you good pussy or I'm giving you good dick. Like, I, I don't like people who are silent comers because you can't tell if they liked it or if they're faking it. Don't give me none of this. Ugh. Ugh. Oh, yeah. So at the end of the day, am I attracted to squints? Yes. Do I connect more, you know, on a sexual level? Yes. On a, you know, just a one-on-one. Yeah, he's cool. He's laid back. I can, he's a guy that I can have a drink with smoke with, chill with, probably play some Xbox, have yet to do that yet. I have a fear like I'll maybe like be so distracted by the fact that what he actually can do, like he can play pussy very well. Who knows if he can play Xbox really well because I'd be just tempted to hop on his dick every time that I lose or he loses to a game. Like, I don't know. It's going to be amazing. Who knows? But I do know this. It's time for that sexy break. So sexy of a break that we're going to take two, two breaks, two songs right the fuck now, starting with Disclosure featuring Sam Smith's new song that just got released called Omen. And then after Omen, we're going to go into Prince Royce off of his new mixtape. Um, and the song is called Dangerous featuring Kidding. So don't nobody go nowhere because right after that, it's going to be everybody's favorite segment, the segment I like to call the Days Sex and Confused News. Everybody on Periscope, don't worry. We will be back. <laughs> I will be right back. I'm just going to reset and all that. We're going to play these songs, these little sexy breaks, and there we go. We're going to play it. So you're listening to the one and only Ms. Radio Sapphire on Mixler, on Periscope, and of course on iTunes and Podomatic, because this is Sapphire's Airplay. So have you ever been attracted to someone who might be more or less attractive than you? Let me know. And here we are with that sexy break, starting off with our first song, Omen. Ah, if Omen will play in a second. I'm feeling 
You ain't nobody's property yeah. You want a bag worth a house? No, no, house up Show me what it's worth, boo Got so bad In other words, you Dangerous I should've known I would pay for this You look too good with your makeup off In your favorite song They get scandalized You need someone, uh, cause every night can't be a function, but that's just the way you dysfunction, girl, what's been happening lately, we don't even talk no more, I be getting high and low, all the guys in your phone, lately all the vibes gone cold, see it in your eyes and your tone, I can hear it, sky was the limit, spoke about the future, I wasn't in it, said you had plans for a man in the belly, but you should have been here when your boy was in the Civic, oh, dangerous. I should've known I would pay for this You look too good with your makeup off In your favorite song They get scandalous Girl, you're dangerous Dangerous I should've known I would pay for this You look too good with your makeup off In your favorite song They get scandalous Alright everybody, and we're back. Welcome back to Sapphire's Earplay. I'm your girl, the one and only Ms. Radio Sapphire, and I know you guys have been enjoying this amazing sexy episode, haven't you? So we are talking about, you know, my latest sexcapade. We talked about me and uh, Squints. Squints, that's his nickname. I'm going to stay like that. He hates it. I like it. It works. It works for the benefit. But uh, we are going to be talking about more uh, sexual attraction. But first, I think it's time to take a nice ear break, eargasm break, and go into everybody's favorite, favorite segment, the Dazed, Sexed, and Confused News. Y'all ready? Dazed, Sexed, Confused. Dazed, sexed, confused. All right, so you know what time it is. It's all about the day's sex and confused news. That means when I see some fuckery on the internet, best believe that I'm going to talk about it. But first, I do want to say it is sad to know that um, Bobby Christina, Whitney Houston, Bobby Brown's daughter, was um, taken off of life support yesterday and had passed away at the ripe age of 22. Now, they're saying that um, the case of Bobby Christina, whether or not she drowned on her own, is now becoming a homicide and murder investigation. Not a homicide, but a murder investigation. Due to the fact that they say that Nick Gordon, her husband, um, and her did get into an altercation, they said, shortly before Bobby Christina was found in the tub. Now, also what's speculated is the fact that the way that they found Bobby Christina back in um, January was the way that she was found in the tub face down. Um, most people know if you drown in a bathtub or, you know, you're found in a bathtub because of the fact that you might be dead is because of the fact that they might be slumped over arched back wrists might be sliced or if you drowned your face would be in the water um head up and not head down and the eerie thing about it of course is that is the way that whitney houston was found dead in a bathtub um a few years before so my thoughts and prayers do go out to the brown and um houston family during this difficult time and i i hope that there is some justice i'm not saying that i think that nick gordon is um at fault but it is kind of it is kind of eerie that you have the same fate as your your mother so i do hope that there will be some justice or some answers soon because the autopsy shows 
absolutely nothing at this point. So now they're going into a deeper investigation. Um, Bobby Brown did release his own statement. I have not yet uh, read it yet, which is bad on my end being a person of media. But um, I I cannot imagine how it must feel to lose your ex-wife and your daughter, your one and only daughter that you had. Why do people pray? That's that's someone that's people's way of coping, I guess. Um, But yes, thoughts, meditations, however you want to express your concerns to the Bobby Brown, uh, to Bobby Brown and the Houston family. That's up to you. But let's uh, let's uh, talk about something else. Let's talk more Dave, sex and confused, starting with the thirstiest pilot I have ever heard. OK, so a Kuwait Airlines flight to New York noticed that Playboy model and former X Factor contestant Chloe Kahn was on board. The married pilot invited the 24 year old Kahn and her friend into the cockpit by a stewardess just after the seatbelt signs had been turned off. This is where shit gets crazy. The pilot, who refers to himself as the naughty pilot, ordered the girl champagne, begged Khan to sit on his lap, and smoked 40 cigarettes during the transatlantic flight from Heathrow, which is in London, Heathrow Airport to JFK in New York. Okay, so Khan um, did talk to the media later on, and they said this is how creepy it got. Um, first she was, um, supplied heavily with alcohol. She sat on his lap and he let her push the buttons on the control panel. What the fuck? If I was on that plane, I'd be concerned. Like, is this plane going to go down? Because shit does not sound right. Second, he begged to see her boobs. I understand. And guys, this is where y'all fuck up. I understand that, you know, you might encounter a Playboy model or a porn star in your lifetime or maybe a nude model in your lifetime. But please, upon oppressions, like, really, you're going to pop a boner right in front of her and, like, beg to see boobs? Like, I cannot stand it when men beg to see titties, ass, um, pussy. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, do you just walk up to women and just say, yo, can I see your boobs? No. Well, please, please show me your boobs. Like, you've never seen a pair of tits before? You've never seen a pair of tits in your face before. Really? Maybe it's just me because I work in this kind of industry where it's like I see boobs, tits. I mean, I see TNA all the time. I see pussy all day. I see cocks all day. But seriously, like, stop begging. Stop begging for sex. Stop begging for dick. Like, stop it. Stop begging. Hashtag stop the begging. Said by hashtag Ms. Radio Sapphire. Just stop the begging. Now, then also... The uh, pilot began to uh, brag to Miss Khan and her friend, saying that he once fucked a stewardess to join the Mile High Club. Hey, newsflash, everybody. The Mile High Club nowadays is not as sexy as it seems. Why? I can tell you why. Because you can barely get away with shit unless if you're on a late, 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 late fight where no one can see you or you, you balling like that and you fly a private plane because now with everything you just can't get away with shit um i remember i was one time i almost got in trouble with the airlines because i dropped something near my male passenger now mind you it was three seats the middle seat was unoccupied but we just so happened i was in a com uh, a compromisable position and my head was bobbing up and down because i was trying to look for my earphones and he was trying to help me and i guess he looked back at one point and people thought i was giving him head on a busy flight first of all i'm in college i did not have time in the world like when i went on to short flights from sf to la I was asleep, okay? I was knocked the fuck out because half of the time I was partying the night before, hungover as fuck, and the last thing I want to do is think about some cock on a plane. Like, get the fuck out of here. So I got buck wild with the studers, and I'm like, really? Because all I was doing was just bobbing for my fucking headphones. Do you see him with the boner? I don't think so. So then afterwards, she gives us a couple drinks. I'm like, yeah, bitch, you better. Like, come on now. But of course, have I joined the Mile High Club before? Yes, I have. I'm not going to tell you yet because I might do a Mile High episode. But yes. Now going on to the thirst with the pilot. They smoked two packets of cigarettes in the cockpit. Oh, yeah. I would be mad as fuck. Like, you got to be out of your goddamn mind if you're trying to do that on a fucking flight. Like, who the fuck are you? Come on now. Two packets of cigarettes? How many pa- Like, how many cigarettes are in a pack? Like, 12, 24? Too many, too many. Stop that shit. At least smoke some weed. 
What happened to just smoking weed on a plane? What the fuck? So then when Khan asked him about the protocol of having passengers in the cockpit, the pilot replied that he made the rules, quote unquote, and that others were, quote unquote, too fussy about safety. Then she replies, he was showing us what each of the buttons did and said we could sit on his knee and wear the pilot's cap and fly the plane. I pushed something. I don't know what it was, but he said it was fine as the plane flew itself. If I had found out this shit was going down on my flight, best believe I'd be cracking some motherfucking skulls. He was a total sleeve. He's calling us sexy and asked us to call him naughty. You could tell that he was getting off on it. My thing is, if you could tell that a man was getting off and you were uncomfortable, why didn't you fucking leave at any point? It's not like he stuck his cock to your face and said, suck it, bitch. I'm going to take this whole goddamn plane down. No, no. Come on, Con. You're smarter than that. But seriously, you... I'm not going to point the finger and say, you know what, you put yourself in this position. But as a female, you should know a woman's intuition, okay? When it doesn't feel right, you can leave at any point. So I really think, unfortunately, um, Khan should have just stopped it. And I know that you men are like, why? Stop the fantasy, why? But seriously, like, if he was a sleazy asshole, why would you stick around with a sleazy asshole? You better fucking leave. Like, unless if he was threatening to shoot you in the face or he was attempting to rape you, why did you give the man that much? And of course, not accept him to be sleazy and thirsty and everything else in between. Like, why wouldn't you think that he would be that way? So then Khan even said that once they were in the cockpit, the captain spent hours entertaining them by singing songs, including the Lion King's Akuna Matata and um, Break My Heart by Tony Braxton. What the fuck? Why? 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 Kuwait Airlines has yet to comment on the situation, but after breaking laws forbidding passengers from entering the cockpit, because yes, you cannot go in the cockpit now. I've been in the cockpit before 9-11, and now you cannot. And prohibited smoking is on the flight. This thirsty pilot let me to update his resume. I totally agree. Here's another one. This shit is crazy, too. Talk about the thirst is real. A dog watcher demands sex from the dog's owner a man in maryland is is accused of demanding sexual favors as payment for watching over a woman's dog while she stepped inside a business edward lewis thompson age 23 was indicted on july 10th on charges of attempted second degree sexual offense and second degree assault according to wusa9.com on june 11 thompson um allegedly agreed to watch a, a pit bull for a woman who needed to go inside a local business the woman told police that when she left the building, Thompson asked her for sexual um, sexual favors for watching her dog. What happened to just asking for some motherfucking money or in like some food like, yo, you're going to pay me because it's hot as hell here in Maryland. And what the fuck? Like, come on. The woman said the suspect followed her to an abbey, an alley, grabbed her and again demanded sexual favors. OK, this is out of control. The victim's dog jumped to her aid and scared away the suspect. Thank God for the pit bull. Allowing her to escape and contact police. Frederick, um, Frederick police identified Thompson after several interviews and watching video surveillance. Thompson was then arrested for the assault charge on June 24th and indicted for the sexual offense charge on July 10th. Well, at least justice was served. But seriously, I have never heard of anyone demanding sexual favors after just doing a simple good do deed. There are no good Samaritans in this world. What happened to just being nice and friendly? Like, can you watch my dog? Sure. Cool. Thanks for watching my dog. Here's like five bucks. No, you're going to demand sex because you can't go f jerk yourself off in the corner. You nasty fuck. Speaking of nasty fucks, here we go with another one. Cheating wife reportedly busted while sexing at a baseball game. And this is where my spiel goes and I start drinking some more. I love baseball games. I love baseball games so much that I laugh at people because, you know, nothing pisses me off more than at a baseball game or at a concert when people are constantly on their fucking phones, knowing that you're at a sporting event where balls can be flying at your fucking head. Take it any way you want. But seriously, if you're like in front row at a baseball game, you should not be texting. First of all, there are some nosy ass people. Like, I cannot stand it when I'm at a baseball game and people are looking over my shoulder. It's like, I can't check my Twitter because you guys will think I'm like watching porn 24-7. I can't sext anybody at a uh, 
ballpark because people look over my shoulder constantly. Like, I think it's just, it's just rude. But here we go. A couple weeks ago, a woman who was apparently cheating on her husband was reportedly busted at a baseball game in Atlanta by a pair of eagle-eyed sisters sitting right behind her. See? Nosy motherfuckers, but that's okay. So... Delana and Bryn Henson posted images on social media showing what appeared to be a woman sexting someone who is not her husband. The Henson sisters said that the woman's spouse had been sitting right next to her at the time. This is where the thirst is real. Really? If you're going to cheat at a baseball game, at least take yourself to the bathroom. Why are you going to sex somebody when your husband's right there? I mean, I understand it. It was a Dodgers and... Braves game, okay? It may have been boarding on the uh, Brave side, okay? I understand, because my Dodgers always come through most of the time. But when an angel, uh, when the Braves and the Dodgers play, it's hit or miss. I understand. But go go grab a beer and start sexting, okay? Go to the bathroom and start sexting. But don't sex right next to your spouse. Like, how stupid can you be? So they see the woman start texting, I will be naked. Laying on the ground, one of the messages read, Mark Allen, I love so much, said another text, partially obscured by the woman's hand. This is fucked up. The name at the top of the screen was Nancy. While there's always a chance that this could be another internet hoax, the story is making headlines around the world, and the two have offered images and videos that say that they have evidence of what took place in the row in the front of them. Crazy. At one point, one of the sisters even wrote a warning message on what appears to be the team's rosters. Quote unquote, your wife is cheating on you. Look at the messages under Nancy, it said. It's really a man named Mark Allen. <laughs> wow. Here we go. She even included the phone number and offered to send images of the text in case they were deleted. Sorry, quote unquote. I thought you should know the message concluded. The team wrote on Twitter that they handed them the sheet to the man after the game who looked at it, gave him a thumbs up later and sent a text asking for the photo. Britain also tweeted that she hadn't heard from the man since the text. So she doesn't know what even happened. After I sent him the pictures, we didn't talk, says Delena Henson. I don't think he's confronted her yet. Yet, I want him to ask him. I wanted to ask him, but it's not my place. You're damn right it's not your place. Fucking nosy. I mean, I understand, like, you're about to, like, you probably just ruined somebody's sex life and marriage, but god damn, what the fuck? And it's funny because this is not the first time this has happened. Believe it or not, it happened last year at an NFL game in which one pregnant woman was allegedly texting a lover while her boyfriend and or husband were watching the game. Ladies, we got to get our shit together. I understand that sometimes you might be bored in your relationship. Hell, men can get bored in the relationship, but I have never heard. I have never heard some shit like this. And why does that have to be the women? Come on, women. We got to do better than that. God. You, you just walked yourself into it. You could have had, you know, a sexy, hot um, affair, and you took advantage of it by doing it right in front of your husband. Like, I understand your husband's game might not be on point anymore, and you probably just don't love him anymore, but really, you had to go that far? You could have been a little bit better on that note. You just, mm -mm, don't do that shit. <sighs> Speaking of don't doing that shit, everybody's favorite wrestler... Hulk Hogan is in another scandal. This time, a racist tirade gets him wiped off the WWE website. <sighs> Hulk Hogan. Apparently, he uh, was somehow on the same. T he was a. Uh, it was found on the same tape that was on the sex tape that he allegedly had, and uh, he was focused on a black billionaire guy who was funding his daughter's Brooks career brooke hogan yes she used to sing remember so he says quote unquote she's making some real bad decisions now quote unquote hulk says he said my daughter brooke jumped sides on me i spent two to three million dollars on her music career i've done everything like a jackass for her then he continues on and says <clears throat> the one option brooke had brooke's career besides me is to sell beach records at this point this is when he starts going and talking about the billionaire black guy and then he says, in attempts in a, to use a bizarre, twisted logic, an attempt to justify his bigotry as a man. He says, I don't know if Brooke is fucking this, this black guy's son. He rants and raves some more. I mean, I don't have double standards. I mean, I'm a racist to a point. Fucking N-word. But then when it comes to nice people and shit, 
and whatever. So you're only racist to the fact that a black guy might be fucking your daughter and shit and whatever. Okay, cool. Then in a tirade to uh, rival the racism and embarrassment suffered by Mel Gibson and Dog Bounty Hunter, he unloads even more hatred. According to sources, he meant to say, I mean, I'd rather, if she was going to fuck some N-word, I'd rather her marry an eight-foot-tall N-word worth a million fucking dollars, like a basketball player. What a far- fucking garbage human. Seriously. Also, I have to wonder, didn't he know what was on the tape? Seriously. Seriously. Hulk Hogan. Come on now. And why was this thing recorded in the first place? Who does that? At what point? Who even fucking, uh, who records shit after sex? You gotta be dumb as fuck. I can understand if you, like, had a security camera, which, come on, we've seen the the sex tape and there ain't shit really to be impressed by. Okay. Um, I can probably make a better sex tape than that, which I'm not. But seriously, who the fuck says shit like that? So in light of his gross, disgusting, racist fucking comments, the WWE Hall of Fame has stripped him and they are no longer selling any more um, merchandise of Mr. Hollywood himself. Okay, but now Hulk Hogan has apologized in a a statement to People magazine. Big fucking whoop. He says, eight years ago, I used offensive language during a conversation. It was unacceptable for me, yada, 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 yada. And I apologize for having to done it. Seriously. I'm sorry. Once a racist, always a fucking racist. That's it. That's it. Everybody in their right mind. Yes, we have all said some shit. I have said some shit. You know, I have honestly read news reports on on here and I was like, hey, that's some white people shit. But you will never hear me calling somebody, you know, the C word cracker or, you know, talking about, you know, Mexicans or any kind of race in a wrong, disrespectful way. But seriously, it takes you eight years to apologize. Like everybody, I understand like this is now just getting some, some light, but seriously, once a racist, always a fucking racist. Like, come on. And you're a person in the media, like watch your fucking mouth where you're going. Everywhere there's going to be a fucking camera on you. Okay, if you're not fucking in your own household, you better check somebody's cameras and their security footage. And I don't understand why there's a, a, a security video camera in somebody's fucking bedroom like really i don't understand but somebody obviously knew what was up and it probably wasn't the first time that they have found racist comments coming out of hulk hogan's mouth like come on now all right that's just like saying um don imus or amos who said the nappy headed hose comment like come on now you don't just fucking say that because you're on air and you you've been saying that shit for years You've been saying that shit for years, but I'm not trying to start anything because it's supposed to be keeping it sexy. So let's go on to some sexy business. Sexy, delicious Spartan models are arrested in Beijing. That's right. Some sexy man's part of a food delivery service called Sweetie Salad deployed dozens of half-naked foreign men in Spartan dress costumes as a marketing stunt in Beijing. Now, if you guys all know, Beijing, China, eh, little bit on the conservative end when it comes to sex everybody you can't buy porn that has offered full frontal nudity you buy chinese porn you're gonna find some shit blurred out that's just the way it is but let's go on a crowd gathered of course and the men got mobbed by onlookers mostly who were pretty stoked to take pictures with half-naked spartans but according to china daily the volume of onlookers was uh deemed as disturbing to the authorities so the cops had to subdue this threat according to state media a witness um described the scene as such handsome spartan warriors tried to occupy the chinese capital but were defeated by our awesome police in five seconds and looking at the pictures i'm sorry but it's fucking hilarious it looks like usc trojan guys walking around getting pummeled by angry cops over no such reason other than the fact that they got hot bods and they got ladies flocking over their cocks because you could see some full erection i see some boners in these photos yep i see boners so everybody's like this is for sparta for food see my cock i wonder where they got these guys because they're all white not to be racist but they're all foreign men of caucasian descent they're a little light-skinned inside. Anyways, let's move on. 
ladies, I understand that you don't like men watching porn sometimes, but seriously, we got to cut the crazy bitch mode down a little bit when it comes to viewing porn. Of course, this happens in Florida. All right. Delia Premium or Prem, age 21 of Largo, Florida, was arrested last Monday and charged with the misdemeanor domestic battery charge after she awoke her boyfriend with a slap in her face. Due to the fact that she was so upset that she found her boyfriend watching porn after videoing him. So not only are you insecure to the fact that you are videotaping your boyfriend winking off, you can't just tell him like, look, babe, like, can you please just stop watching porn when I'm not around you? What happened to just talking about it? Maybe sit on his face and give him some some pussy every once in a while and just say, you know what, babe, you don't need this. It's OK. Have your spank babe material. But right now, fuck me. Come on now. So Preem has said, according to, um, so according to the smoking gun, she was jailed about 12 hours before she was released upon her own recognizance. So um, this is not the first time that Preem has found herself in a sticky situation with the cops. She was also reported for drunk driving back in April. And that case is still pending. Go fucking figure. This is what happens. This is what happens when we get crazy people, okay, who are insecure, all right? Porn is a fantasy. It's not like he's technically cheating on you. Yeah, he might be jerking off in his hand and jerking off on the laptop, okay? It's not like he's fucking jerking off on some furniture, and if he was, I hope to God you clean it up. But seriously, don't wake up your boyfriend slapping him in the face because he was just walking off to some porn. Unless if it was inside some other chick, come on now. Let guys watch porn, and I hope to God that motherfucker was paying for his porn. Pay for your fucking porn. Pay for your goddamn porn. And that's it for the day's sex and confused news. All right, I'm going to wrap this up real quick. So I want to tell you guys a little thing about sexual attraction. Even with somebody that you may not find attractive on the eyes, but you want to get attractive to them to let them know like, hey, I want to fuck you. You want to fuck me? Let's do this. Or you want to, you know, get deep and personal? Let's do this. Okay? Close contact. Okay? When you're sexually attracted to someone you're talking to, you might find it hard to stay away from them. But you don't want to kind of like overshare you know what I mean you don't want to be like this close and personal like you're gonna look at my nostrils and you're gonna look at my my eyes directly like you want to make sure that you're getting a close move on them maybe grazing them against their shoulder grazing them against their their lap you know kind of hand contact close contact outrageous flirting this is always my favorite okay sexual flirting is one of the biggest signs of sexual attraction. So whether you're making sexual innuendos or maybe you're like just briefly on the guys, you know, you're kind of scoping off their body and maybe just graze your hand lightly on their, uh, whatchamacallit, on their packs, on their little apex, it'll be fine. Now, yeah, I get some sensual locations on the body. So look for the hot zones. Ask them where do they like to be touched. Kind of start the conversation there. Or maybe if you're smooth and suave enough, you might want to just like when you're giving a guy a hug or giving a girl a hug, kindly kind of graze against their earlobe to the neck ratio and see how they feel. You know, maybe just kind of like hold on a little tighter and kind of pull them closer. You know, you just want to make sure that you're making their body feel good. Now, at this point, you're probably hot and bothered and you want uh, to start to feel flusher. You know, just kind of brush yourself off. Keep cool. Hydrate a little bit. You'll be fine. OK. And with your appearance, make sure that if you're trying to catch and lay somebody that your appearance is looking good. I'm saying they should like you in your natural stage. But, you know, what? make yourself a little bit appealing as well. All right. Maybe touch yourself. Grab your boobs a little bit, ladies. Kind of graves and kind of give them that like, OK, I want you kind of thing. As you can see on Periscope, I'm grazing my neck. I'm grazing my boobs a little bit and having a nice time and touching myself. And then, of course, you want to do some drawing con conclusions in the conversation. You know, don't make it too high pitch or giggly like you want to go out tonight. You want to go fuck tonight. Just say, like, what are you doing after it? Maybe you guys met up for a drink and just say, you want to come back to my place? Maybe we can have a nightcap, meaning like maybe some tea, maybe some coffee, maybe some dick and cream. Who knows? Have a good time. But always, you got to keep them lingering for more. You got to give them more and more each time. But you want to like kind of unfold. OK. Now, don't get me wrong. Women, we all have certain types. I feel like I don't have a lot of types out there, but. These are some of the men that we have to avoid as women, okay? 
the naive romantic, okay? Maybe you could find yourself kind of limiting yourself to someone who's ignorant, okay? You don't want to just look out for the perfect man or woman, but you also need to uh, stop looking for love in all the wrong places, okay? For some reason, most of us women prefer men with more realistic perceptions, and I do too. Like, not every love movie is going to have its own happy ending. So, guys, we're going to stop and not go for the naive romantic. Like, that's it. The need-to-know addict. Okay, this is what I don't like. If you are not my boyfriend, as a man, please stop checking in on me every 15 fucking minutes or every 10 minutes. So what are you doing? Where are you going? Who are you with? Why aren't you talking to me? Like, motherfucker, I got a job. Like, leave me alone. Okay, I'm on the toilet. You want to see my shit? That's what I mean, the need to know addict. You don't need to know my fucking moves every time. If I get out of bed and say I just woke up, well, what are you doing now? Hmm, I'm fucking standing up trying to figure out why your dumbass is texting me. What are you doing? Hmm, it's 8.30 in the morning. I could be doing one or two things, taking a shit or taking a shower. There, now you know my schedule at 8.30 in the fucking morning. Stop asking me. Here's another one. The superficial airhead, a.k.a. the asshole from last week. Okay, you're obsessed with physical and phony aspects of yourself, okay, and um, aspects of a woman. You always um, find yourself kind of like, oh, I need a woman with big tits, fat ass, big lips. Like, come on. Rules of attraction, baby. You can be attractive to someone beyond the looks. What about happening to making a connection with someone deep and personal? Like I, if I see a man, he might not be attractive to me all the time. He might not be my handsome chisel face that I like all the time. But hell, he might have a good personality. He might have nice eyes. He might have a good voice. He might give me some like, he might have a smart brain that I like to have an intellectual conversation with. You never fucking know until you try it. But stop being an airhead both ways. Bimbos, women, we need to stop. Okay? Stop being ashamed of being smart. Okay? If you know some shit, you better spill that shit. And that's the same with men. Stop being fucking airheads. Here's the sexually invisible man or invisible woman. If sexual energy were measured by terms of light, you are generating at the level of 20 watts of a 20 watts bulb. You may have the looks, the clothes, the cars, and even the job and the money, but that's it. No sexual vibes going through you. I can't feel if you're sexually attracted to me at all. There's not a sexual bone in your motherfucking body because you're so close and uptight. Come on now. Your business-like persona only look good in paper. It's not going to look good in the dating world. So stop. And that's both with men and women. The sexual adolescent. You confuse everything with being sexual. Some people think that I'm like this and I'm not. I don't always surround my life with sex. Yes, I work in the sex industry and I work in the radio industry. But you will not see me all the time you know, talking and getting off and and talking about sex every 24 seconds. Like, it's just not going to fucking happen. Last but not least, here's another one. The angry reject. I think everybody hates to be rejected. But seriously, if a woman or a man is giving you attention, don't always conclude that they're going to reject you five minutes later, okay? Keep the conversation. You'll know when someone's done with you. You'll know automatically. So just stop. Okay, but some things I think that we all find attractive in both men and women are the go getters, the geeks. Okay, geeks are probably to me one of the hottest people in the world, because not only can I probably vibe with you on an intellectual level, but also geeks can sometimes be a little shy. And I like shy because I'm very outgoing. So opposites attract like magnets. I like it. The chilled out, mellow person. They might do a little 420 and blaze all day. But you know what? There's no anger. There's no violence in this person's body. They're too chill. I like creative people. I like intellectual people. So this is what draws me to you. Also, drawn to danger. You might find a woman who likes life in the fast lane. Or you might find a guy that likes life in the fast lane. But at the end of the day, you're going to like them because they're going to give you an adventure. Or you can be like me, the show off. I like to show off sometimes in a good way. Okay, I like to show off my fruits of my labor. I like to welcome people into my home and say, you know what? Look, all this shit here, I pay for it. It's my money. I do this. I do this for myself. And then 
There's a difference. When you brag, I don't want to see your wads of cash. Show me by proving to me that you are a person of meaning and substance. Don't fucking flash your money. Anybody can find wads of cash in their pocket, but give me something else. And of course, the bad boy and the nice boy or the nice girl and the bad girl. That's what attracts me the most. And I think people can agree. So if you ever find yourself, you know, attracted to someone who might not be as attractive on the eyes, you got to look deeper than that. Intellectual beings can be some of the sexiest beings. And you never know until you try. You can't walk around saying, well, shit, I'd rather try to go out with a 10. Why don't you find the 10 who's also maybe a 5 on the looks or a 7 on the looks, but a 10 with the personality? Because that, to me, is somebody just you're probably going to hold a conversation with longer than the person who has the 10 on the look scale and an intellectual of a negative 0.5. Agree? Or can we disagree? I don't know. But you're going to have to drop me a line when you guys uh, listen to this podcast in full on iTunes and on Podomatic. Last but not least, earplay list of the week. My girl Jill Scott has done it again with her latest album called Woman. Um, From start to finish, it's sexy. It's cool. I drank a bottle of wine. Yes, I did drink a bottle of wine listening to some Jill Scott. Mellowed out, read my books, and I was a happy woman. Um, If you like R&B with like a pop kind of push, then I definitely uh, agree to uh, check out Prince Royce's album, which is Double Vision. We played one of the songs tonight called Dangerous with Kid Ink. Um, Snoop Dogg is on some of the tracks and who else? Tyga and a couple other people. <laughs> also, check out Deja Loaf's and see that's the thing. Deja Loaf, she's been getting a lot of notoriety with Try Me, Try Me. I'm going to the fucking family. I don't know. I just probably fucked that up. But anyways, she's cool. She is mad cool with her mixtapes. So I got to say, you know, props to you, girl. You're doing your thing. You're representing women in hip hop. And I can only I cannot wait until she blows out her full album. It's a good year for women in R&B and hip hop for sure. Um, Nervo is back with their album called Collateral. So far, so good. I haven't finished the album just yet, but it's amazing so far. So shout out to Nervo. And last but not least, Iconopop is back with Emergency EP. And that's an interesting EP because the first song has a kind of like a retro swing kind of feel, which I think is so hot and so sexy. You guys won't be disappointed. And uh, be sure that you guys are watching. If you are a fan of Power and you have been missing out on season two, y'all need to get back onto Power because shit is going crazy. And I hate to say it, but Degrassi is ending this week. So I'm catching up. I love Degrassi. I, I will say that I loved Drake before uh, um when he was still aubrey graham aka wheelchair jimmy aka jimmy who had like the semi drew fro which was hot as hell so 14 years of degrassi is a lot and i'm gonna be sad to say it's going off of the air but it's gonna be on netflix so i'm gonna be happy because they're gonna take it there to the edge that they always done um also you should definitely check out um the series, I've talked about it before, Ballers is amazing. And believe it or not, Scream, the MTV show, um, I, I got sucked into it. Yes, it's kind of cheesy and it's kind of watered down from the R-rated films, but it still has that humor. I think it's awesome. I think it's brilliant also with the way that they're interacting with um, social media bullying and leading into the teen suicides and all that. But I don't want to spoil it, but it's going to be interesting. So MTV, you guys did a damn good job. And of course, I hope y'all are watching Love and Hip Hop because if not, shit got crazy. And I cannot wait for a couple more weeks because Bad Girls Club is coming back. So that means I'm going to be talking a lot of trash about some women on TV. All right, everybody, you know what it is. We just wrapped up the show. I am your girl, the one and only Ms. Radio Sapphire. Be sure to check me out every Monday night um, in the month of July right here on Mixler and Periscope. Um, We will be back actually next week. (laughs) I just realized, fuck. We will be back next week at chocolateradio.net, which is going to be awesome and amazing. I cannot wait to uh, come back on the airwaves. So make sure that you check us out on chocolateradio.net. Um, all the shows will be returning back on August 4th, which is great. So I will be back to my regular 9 to 11 p.m. slot. Already booking a couple of guests, including a rapper and producer. Um, a couple of your favorite XXX talent and much, 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 much more. So we're going to have a good night, everybody. But I want to say in this, good sex is the best hot sex. And trust me, looks isn't always 
attractive okay find something deeper you never know you might also have a squint that might keep you coming in with the dig big dick and great pussy eating and all that you never know but i do know this it's time for me to go fuck so i'm gonna say this ms radio sapphire m-s-r-a-d-i-o s-a-p-p-h-i-r-e on the instagram on the twitter on the snapchat and of course right here on mixler and podomatic all right everybody i will see you guys next week safe sex good night Thanks for listening. If you sexy motherfuckers can't get enough, be sure to subscribe to Sapphire's Airplay on iTunes and Podomatic.